Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Five Ways Not to Have Flabby Beliefs. I love this. First Timothy 4, 7 through 8 says this, But reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Now, let me just say this before we get into talking about flabby beliefs. I love it that it says that godliness, and it's talking about exercise yourself towards godliness, and it says, for godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. We are not just to have hope, hope, it is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. We're not just to have hope for eternity, for our heavenly home, the blessed hope, but we're to have hope and beliefs that we can do things right now that has promise for the life that now is. I like that. So exercising ourselves towards godliness, this is working out our beliefs. Because if we're going to grow in godliness, then first of all, we need to grow in our beliefs. Romans 12, 2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So as we renew our minds, that is an exercising ourselves towards godliness. Now, and the renewing of the mind doesn't just simply happen through Bible reading or church attendance, even though these are important, but it results from a deliberate plan to think about and to believe truth instead of lies. Let me say that again. The renewing of the mind comes from a deliberate plan to believe truth instead of lies. I've shared Many times that I used to renew my mind only with my past and my feelings. Mind renewal is coming into agreement. We don't deny our past. We don't deny our feelings, but we just don't get our beliefs from it. One of my dreams is that belief training will become more popular than physical fitness training. Now, we have an Igniting Hope certified belief trainers. You can go to our website and you can purchase three sessions with one of our certified belief trainers. They will meet with you on an online format, just discussing with you your beliefs, revealing kingpin lies, but most importantly, getting the truth in your mouth, in your thinking, in your imagination so that you can be free. And by the way, I'm recording this on September 1st, 2022, we are starting in a couple weeks our transformational mind renewal course where for five months we take the five steps of radical mind renewal, one step each month. 
And part of that's going to be belief workouts. So the students will have a three-minute workout in the morning and a three-minute workout at night as part of the course. Hey, you can find out more about that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. But let's get let's get in, into, into this. So we're talking today about five ways not to have flabby beliefs. <laughs> By the way, our our load-bearing capacity in life is largely connected to our beliefs. If we've got weak beliefs, then we are going to have a weak load-bearing capacity. If we've got strong beliefs, then we're going to have a greater load-bearing capacity. So let's talk about Five ways not to have flabby beliefs. Number one is to understand the five main areas of our beliefs. And just understanding this is really important. I have beliefs towards God, about God. I have beliefs about myself. I have beliefs about people in my life. I have beliefs about the circumstances in my life, which includes future. And I have beliefs about the decisions that I'm making or have made. Those are the areas where... I have beliefs. I'm either believing truth or lies. I'm either double-minded or I'm convinced that what I'm doing or believing is right. And so just recognizing those five main areas of beliefs is the first step. Number two is use our hope level as the indicator of whether we are believing lies or truth. This is to not have flabby beliefs, we use our hope level as the indicator of whether we are believing lies or truth. We have a lot of hope, we're believing a lot of truth. We don't have much hope, we're believing a lot of lies. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That verse basically says, Now may the God of hope fill you in believing. So increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. Hope I said that right. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Yes, so that's number two. Use our hope level as the indicator of whether we're believing lies or truth. Number three is value the joy of the Lord. Value the joy of the Lord. Psalm 2, 4 says, He who sits in the heavens laughs. God is laughing at what his enemies are saying and planning. Laughter is a powerful spiritual weapon, which is part of the process of disempowering the lies that we believe. As we are able to laugh at lies and embrace the joy of celebrating progress instead of perfection, we will find strength and healing flow increasingly from our lives. So the third step of radical mind renewal is this one. And I'm not going to talk about all five steps. I'm kind of teasing you here. But it is to bring the joy of the Lord into our renewing the mind journey. Because to laugh, you have to let go of something. <laughs> and we're able to laugh at the lies like you are a failure. <laughs> Uh, things are only going to get worse. <laughs> uh, you just When we're able to laugh at those, then it starts the process of disempowering 
the lies creating our negative strongholds. Number four is we fight with the promises God makes real to you, makes real to us. Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds in the mouth of God. Now, the quality of our lives depends on our identifying what we believe God has told us. It says in Ephesians six seventeen, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We are to use the words that God has made real to us and promise, it promises to us in identity, the words that He tells us of who we are, and then in decision making, use the what we believe He's told us to do and not do uh, within our lives. We fight with those things. And by the way, you know, I was just meditating on Matthew 3. I was in a prayer session. I just was thinking about Jesus getting baptized and coming out of the water and him hearing these words, you are my, my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Wow, that's, that's the words that the Lord wants to say to me and to you. <laughs> that's a beginning point of hearing from the Lord, but we fight with the promises God makes real to us. How do we not have flabby beliefs? Is that we push against emotional resistance with what we believe God has said. The only way we get muscle in the natural and the spiritual is by pushing against resistance. So I wake up in the morning, I feel resistance. Maybe I feel like a failure. Maybe I feel feelings of hopelessness. Maybe, uh, feelings of pessimism, victim mindset, whatever, fear, worry. I push against those with the truths of God, with what God has made real to me. And as I get those in my mouth, that is a key to not having flabby beliefs. And we shouldn't be surprised that at feeling those things. We all feel those things. We all, at one time or another, do. And so this is a main way that we don't have flabby beliefs. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.18, war with the prophetic words he has received. We are, we are to do the same. And then lastly, consume igniting hope material. <laughs> I just, how did I have flabby beliefs? Well, we are here dedicated to help you not have flabby beliefs. We, how many know we can have great doctrine and still have bad beliefs? We can quote all the Bible doctrines that we need, but we got flabby beliefs about God, ourselves, others, circumstances, our decisions, where we're not tuned, where we're not convinced, where we're in doubt where we believe one thing one day, believe another thing another day. And so consume from ministries like this. This isn't the only thing we need to have feeding into our lives as a believer, but it's an important thing. It's important. Wow, wow, wow. Five ways not to have flabby beliefs. 1 Timothy 4, 7 and 8 again, but reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Whew! Having promise of the life that now is 
and of that which is to come. So declarations are a great way to exercise, and we've touched on that, of, of taking up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. One of the greatest ways we take up the sword of the Spirit is through speaking. Wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlin here, and we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. Somebody believes the future will be better than the present, and they have the power to help make it so. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership quality that there is. Hope is a skill, is a skill of leadership that is incredibly important. It's very difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for, whether it's ourselves, our family members, our city, our nation, particular situation. God loves to partner with unreasonably optimistic people. (laughs) And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) You know, I've never found a convenient day to walk in radical joy. Certainly, I have blessings, I have things happen, but to just consistently walk in rat, there's always a reason why it just doesn't seem like a good time. Either I'm not completely pleased with myself, uh, there's people in my life, what they're doing is concerning me, worrying me, financial challenges, bad news in the media, unexpected things happening. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. No, I need joy now because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I need strength now, not at the end of the battle, but in the middle of the battle. So how do we stir up our joy? We stir it up, number one, through thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than what we don't have. It says in Psalm 100, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gateway into joy, into greater joy. And then we stir up our joy by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desire, desires of your heart. And note here that the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires. The delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires, outcomes that they want to see happen, prayers that they want to see answered, prophetic words and promises that they have not experienced yet. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delighting delighting in the Lord is one of the main evidences that we've attached hope, we've added hope to our faith. Faith people who do not value hope, tend to carry a spirit of heaviness on them while they're waiting for the promise to be realized. But faith people with hope delight. Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this situation. I can't wait to see how you're going to bring breakthrough in my life. I can't wait for the wisdom that you're releasing. I can't wait to see what you're doing in my nation. 
Powerful, powerful, powerful. One final thing today is I love to have you pray five seconds for Igniting Hope Ministries, for Wendy, me, my wife Wendy, me, our team. It's also modeling for you of how to attach faith in five seconds of prayer. It's better to attach faith, pray for five seconds attaching faith in 30 minutes without. So why don't you pray right now for five seconds for us. Let the Spirit lead you for us at Igniting Hope. Thank you so much. We feel your prayers. We appreciate your prayers. We thank you for your encouragement to us. And again, we're going to be starting our transformational mind renewal course here in a couple weeks. And it's going to be powerful. Five months, two levels, essential and intensive. The intensive level for those who are interested in being considered as certified belief trainers, Igniting Hope certified belief trainers, that is the level that is needed for that. You can contact us at info at ignitinghope.com for more info. If you can't afford the course, let us know. Tell us what you can do. We want everybody to be able to experience this powerful course. Ignitinghopeacademy.com for more information. And also, if you would like to have a belief training session to help you not have flabby beliefs and to get them buff, you can go to ignitinghope.com for that as well. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it? And we'd love for you to just send us an email at info at ignitinghope.com if you'd ever like to, and just tell us how these podcasts are blessing you. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.